0: Hi, everyone. This is Helen Nguyen from 3W Medical for Women. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W again. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a medical clinic that provides free reproductive health care services for women in the Seattle area. So hello, listeners. And If you're watching this, hello viewers. Today, we have a very special guest, someone I dearly love. She used to be a volunteer at 3W, Emma Weber. She comes to us right now from Wisconsin.
1: Yes. No, uh, Connecticut.
0: Why do I keep thinking Wisconsin? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, from Connecticut. Um, Okay, just a little bit about Emma. Emma is a registered nurse both before she was an RN and afterwards has worked in many different healthcare settings, like uh, general hospital floors, adult ICU, and most recently, pediatrics ICU, and and the 3 W clinic. She volunteered with us for quite a long time. She has been dealing with PCOS for 15 years now, and that's the topic of today's episode is PCOS, because September is National PCOS Awareness Month. And for the last 15 years, Emma has been passionate about this and it has ignited a passion within her to start a um Instagram that I follow now and to share about all this good stuff. Oh, and she also wanted you to know that her hobbies, just like you and I, includes singing, cooking, talking about crime shows, love British crime shows, and, and musical theater. So thank you so much, Emma, for being with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't picked it up, Emma has a beautiful accent that I could probably listen to her just read the phone book every day to me. So um, we're very lucky to have her. And so let's just dive in. What does PCOS stand for?
1: So PCOS is an acronym and it stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome.
0: Oh, it's a mouthful.
1: It is. That's why they made it an acronym. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) And what is PCOS?
1: So the short version, PCOS is an imbalance of uh, the reproductive sex hormones or like testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, those hormones. These hormones imbalances, they create problems with the female reproductive system, specifically Mm -hmm. the ovary. The ovaries are the body's organ that makes the egg that's released each month when a woman has a period normally. Yes. And so PCOS is, has, you have imbalances with these sex hormones. And with PCOS, these signals are off and uh, a woman's ovaries are not receiving or making the correct signals, these, that's what hormones are, hormones are mm-hmm. the body's way of signaling to itself to do a thing, to stop a thing, to start a thing. So if any of that is off, this feedback system kicks off. And in PCOS, the ovaries aren't receiving the right hormones or they're getting too much of a hormone, and that causes them to not create the eggs correctly. And so they may not develop them correctly, they may develop them badly, they may not develop them at all. Wow, yeah, so it's a pretty complex disorder it is in the sense that hormones are affected by so many different things. The medical community is pretty fixed on its diagnosis of you know it's affected by you get p c o s from genetics and the environment, and that's 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 definitely true, but for the feedback system, so um For example, like women with PCOS, a lot of them have insulin resistance. Mm -hmm. Insulin resistance then causes them to have inflammation in their body. Inflammation in their body leads to the ovaries being sort of surrounded by this inflammation. And then that causes them to produce increased testosterone. And so now you have the high male sex hormones, because that's what testosterone generally is thought of as. Right. And that slows your egg production. Wow. So, But it can be caused by multiple different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is very complex. It is. Well, what has been your personal experience with PCOS? When were you diagnosed and how have you been managing it in your life?
1: My experience has been kind of rocky honestly I was diagnosed officially when I was 15 or 16 but I've been dealing with PCOS since I was 12 like the symptoms of it with irregular periods and excessive facial hair and weight gain and things like that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and as I've gotten older my symptoms have gotten a lot worse that tends to happen with PCOS as you, as your reproductive hormones really start to kick in, it tends to get worse in your mid twenties. But it was getting to the point where my cycles were getting longer and longer to almost just shy of a year at one point in between cycles. Um, And my weight gain was getting really difficult to control for my wedding. I remember very distinctly, I was on a very strict regimen and I was working out with like an instructor and I wasn't able to lose, Weight that I wanted, and then the second that I stopped being sort of crazy about trying to lose weight, I immediately put weight back on. Mm. Um, And the other thing about PCOS is everybody is different, there's different things that cause the hormonal imbalances things like stress, or your adrenals, which also make hormones, or your thyroid, which makes hormones. All of these different parts can throw off the balance, and so. The treatment is really tricky to pin down because it's not one size fits all. I tried a lot of treatment for it, it is diet based, and I've tried a lot of those diets. However, I personally don't have insulin resistance, which is what I mentioned earlier. And insulin resistance is a huge marker for PCOS. A lot of people with this disorder do have insulin resistance, I don't. And so, a lot of the information that I would find is targeted at if you fix your insulin resistance, then you fix the PCOS.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. But that didn't work for me. But okay. I think the biggest thing, honestly, with PCOS is the providers have been really challenging. You know, on top of all of these symptoms that women are dealing with that I dealt with, you, you struggle to find a medical provider that wants to help you outside of just getting pregnant. When I was 15, my mom was in charge and they told her, you've got to go on birth control. And my mom was like, no, we're Catholic. We don't want to, we don't want to go on birth control right now. And, and they were like, oh, okay. They didn't tell her why I should go on birth control. There was no other follow-up. It was just, okay, we'll come back when you want to get pregnant. And I haven't been given, in the Western medical world, a lot of opportunities other than, okay, if you don't want to do birth control, then come back when you want to get pregnant and we'll put you on metformin. Metformin is the drug that diabetics take to help with insulin resistance. Yeah. So in my case, it wouldn't even help. Have worked, yeah. It wouldn't have worked. And so, and then I said to them, well, what if I want to get healthy now? And they were like, well, I guess we could try the metformin. And then I've had other doctors say like, well you don't look you don't look like you've put on weight. you look fine when I've like just finished like telling them how worried I am about how I can't control my weight gain right so like there's just a lot of there's a lack of empathy i feel in the in the medical community because it isn't it's a chronic condition and it's not a life threatening one in the day to day yeah, it can be because it puts you at risk for a lot of things but in the day-to-day it isn't life-threatening yeah I do I've just recently found a really wonderful doctor though and she has been very passionate about getting me healthy versus she's like you need to be healthy before you can have a baby because we want you to pass on all those good healthy juices to your baby (laughs) like that kind of you know like just really supportive and really focused on who I am as a person which is really really hard to find
0: Yeah, yeah yeah and um how how do you get diagnosed? What did you what type of testing did you have to do for a provider to say you're hitting these check marks, now you have PCOS. Good luck. <laughs> that's what it sounds like in your beginning experiences. I think and I honestly think that's a lot of people's
1: experiences, the the criteria that they have from the rotten dam from the Endocrine Society, the Rotten Down criteria, basically you have to have two of these three criteria. So you have to have an ovulation or oleo ovulation, which just means that you aren't ovulating regularly or, Mm -hmm. and this can look different in many different women. It can mean you have cycles every month, but you're not actually ovulating. You could Mm -hmm. be having cycles infrequently like minor, or you could be having very, very, very frequent cycles that are very, very light. So it's just irregular uh, periods, basically. The second one is the hyperandrogenism. So that's like high testosterone. So those are the imbalances in the hormones kicking in. It's the high male hormone. And that can come out in physical periods, too, which is facial hair. It's male-patterned hair.
0: Oh, oh, okay.
1: When they talk about the bearded lady in the circus, like she probably had PCOS. Like that sort of a
0: no one diagnosed her Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) or male pattern baldness as well so Mm -hmm. that that one is a lab test that you get get drawn or you can see and then the last one is the polycystic ovaries when i talked at the beginning about what pcos is it is a hormonal imbalance but this imbalance causes so many different problems Mm -hmm. and one of those problems is that you're the eggs aren't forming in your ovaries, so the follicles, which the, where the eggs are formed, mm-hmm. end up becoming filled with fluid and develop into cysts, which are just like little bumps yeah. on the outside of your ovaries. Yeah. and those can be by ultrasound. Yeah, you generally are going to get like you're going to come in because you're having irregular cycles of some sort. Usually, it's how yeah. it goes. Yeah. Or women who are trying to get pregnant and they don't yeah. can't understand why. Yeah. And we'll do like a blood test and then usually an ultrasound. Yeah. Um, diagnose it.
0: Okay. And is so. PCOS like on a spectrum? Like there's there's a lot of pieces that needs to fit together or can you have just a little bit of PCOS and not a lot or? There are different levels for PCOS. Okay. So
1: I feel like the the big thing that I hope I'm sort of getting across is that because it's to do with imbalance, it depends on what hormones imbalance. It depends on what's causing the imbalance. So they say that you know genetics are a huge part of it, but also environment. Mm-hmm. So having a stressful job, stress kicks off inflammation in your body. Yeah. And so that could be a, a causation of the stress causing the inflammation, causing your ovaries to produce more testosterone. Or you could have a history of diabetes in your family. And having insulin resistance can also be a precursor to having PCOS. You, they're not all mutually, they're not mutually exclusive. You can have one or the other.
0: Yeah. So. so will it ever go away? Is there a cure to PCOS? Unfortunately, there isn't. You can manage your
1: hormonal imbalance, but the idea is that your body is kind of, it's either missing an enzyme here or it overproduces a hormone here. And so there are things that you can do to manage those uh, imbalances like diet and exercise and taking medications for some people, metformin works wonderfully. So you can manage it, but it wouldn't ever uh, go away,
0: unfortunately. Okay. Okay. Why do you think more people should be aware of PCOS?
1: I, because it's an actual health risk. I talked a, a little bit about it not being an immediate health risk in the day-to-day, but PCOS does a number of things, too. You have insulin resistance, which is common, and that can actually end up leading to type 2 diabetes later on in life, which leads to a whole host of other problems you can have, um, you're not shedding your uterine lining, so you're not cycling regularly, even if you, that's why they put you on birth control, is because they want you to make sure that you're having a period regularly enough that your uterine lining doesn't build up and put you at high risk for uterine cancer.
0: Um,
1: And then the other thing is that PCOS is very, very, it, it can cause high cholesterol, and or it's linked to high cholesterol, which is something that can be affected by your diet, also by hereditary things, and that can put you at high risk for cardiovascular disorders like heart attack or high blood pressure, things like that. So there are chronic. This chronic condition can really wreak havoc on your body, and and can set the people. You know, if, if you don't know, if you don't have PCOS, but you know someone who does, they're at high risk for these things. And so I think the yeah. public needs to be more aware of that. Yeah. Not just this person is unable to have a baby, which to people
0: does not look a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It causes like a ripple effect as you don't talk about it or address it with your medical provider, Mm -hmm. which is terrible that your experience has been not the best with medical providers. I'm sorry about that, but, um, But we know that when you were here at 3W, you were always very attentive to our patients. So (laughs) that was, we're grateful (laughs) for that. Because you know that when you receive bad care, how you feel leaving a medical office. Like, so defeated.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And And especially coming from a position where I've had some medical training and knowing what my body is doing having someone who will listen to what you're saying even and then be like oh okay so what you're saying doesn't fit the cutty, cookie cutter like imprint yeah. that i have what pcos is because yeah. there is it's the polycystic ovaries it's the overweight cuz obesity is a huge part of pcos but it's not there are people who have lean athletic bodies who are not who are who have pcos mm-hmm. and So it's not part of the normal, like there is no general criteria. I feel like there are symptoms.
0: Yeah. Well, gosh, there's always so much to talk about. And this is such a fascinating topic. And thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule. But we're going to wrap up this episode. I'm probably going to have you back to talk a little bit more in depth. I'm sure people are going to be fascinated to learn more about you and your journey. If you haven't been, if you don't know about Emma's Instagram, please follow her story. And what's the what's your Instagram name for your PCOS stories?
1: It's called Positive under dash PCOS. Awesome.
0: Well, what is what is one message that you want to leave with our listeners and viewers today about PCOS?
1: That PCOS is an underdiagnosed dis- disorder and it can cause some really serious health problems. So I would urge everybody who's listening to really start to pay attention to your cycle now. Mm-hmm. You can do that with like fem practices um that I know you teach at 3W yes um do. and it's like and that's getting to know your body early and getting to know your body but it's also never too late to stop but getting to know your body and understanding how it works is really important because like you said Helen it's a huge cascade you know yeah. and everything bounce off of each other and you don't know if you don't address these things you could just be making them worse yeah um so I think getting to know your body and like being aware that it is far more out there, and there's there's a ton. One out of every ten women, or something, has PCOS. Oh my gosh! So it's it's, a, it's a, there's a huge community out there for you if you do have PCOS. Yeah. There's media that you can go on and mm-hmm. and listen to other people's stories and get support that way too. So
0: yeah. Well, thank you again for sharing your story mm-hmm. and. I'm so glad that you found someone that seems to be hearing you for the first time, maybe. And that's what we want to provide here for 3W. So we've been very fortunate to have someone with you, like you on our team and you know, the unrushed care that you get here at 3W an hour with a medical provider, we can talk about this. It's a revolving door. If you want to come back, you know, if you exhausted your hours, you want to come back another day in the week, totally fine. We're more than happy to see you again. And we approach women's health care from a really holistic, patient-centered type of care. So I hope you saw that when you were here and I hope that oh, listeners yeah. yeah, I hope that listeners can take advantage of our services. So if you'd like to learn more about us, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, letter w medical.org check out our website, make an appointment, come in and speak with the medical provider. It's Unrush Care. It's free. The conversation's free. There's no incentive for us to push you one way or another with whatever healthcare needs that you have. And if you like what you're listening here on this podcast, please comment. Please let us know how we're doing. And until next time, thank you to Emma again. We'll, we'll have her back, folks, so don't worry. So until next time, stay healthy and be well.